What's going on, fam? I hope that you're having a great day. This is Pastor G, and once again, I was having a conversation with somebody, and they asked me a question. And the question they asked is, do you ever feel like you don't belong in a particular place, like you're not worthy of being in or around certain types of people? And this individual shared that, you know, they feel that way at times, and you know, as I thought about it, my response was an immediate yes. There are plenty of times when I'm in a room and I'm among people and there's something within me that says I'm the outsider. I don't be- I don't belong here. Um, these are a certain type of people who are, you know, accomplishing certain things in there and they're doing things and they're blazing their paths. And I, as I was having this conversation, I, re- I remember something that my wife always says to me. She always says, you don't ever give yourself enough credit. But I'm thinking that as I was having this conversation with this individual and, and this other individual also communicated that they often felt this way. That many of us feel like we don't deserve or we don't belong in the place that we're in, in the space that we're in, that 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 space and place or that level was reserved for other people, but not for us. But God has a different narrative for us. He has something different to say about all of this. And so stick with us as we talk about the topic, You Belong Here, coming up next on The Trifling Ones. Today we're going to take a look at Exodus chapter 4 verses 12 and 13 And the word says, now go, I will help you speak and will teach you what to say But Moses said, pardon your servant, Lord Please send someone else. I'm going to read that one more time. It says, now go. I will help you speak and will teach you what to say. But Moses said, pardon your servant, Lord. Please send someone else. Two things we're going to talk about. The first is my words are reliable. My words are reliable. So God speaks to those of us who don't think we belong in a particular place, in certain rooms, within certain industries or on certain levels. And he says two defining words. He says, now go. Now, which speaks to immediacy, like immediately and go, which speaks to initiating. So God is saying immediately initiate something. God proceeds to tell Moses that he will help him speak and teach him what to say. And Moses is thinking about this thing. He's he's processing what's just been shared with him. Now, I want you to bear in mind that Moses was a Hebrew boy who was born at a time when Hebrew boys had been ordered to be murdered at birth by Pharaoh. And so Moses has come from a home that would be considered broken because as an infant, he's placed in a bassinet in the Nile River by his mother in order to try to escape this decree of murder. 
Then he's found by Pharaoh's daughter, later adopted by her, and she even gives him his name, Moses. Now, when he gets a little bit older, he observes or he sees an Egyptian who's beating a Hebrew and he steps in to intervene and to try to stop what's going on. And in the process, he ends up murdering the Egyptian. Then when he finds out that others have found out that he's committed murder, that he now himself is a murderer, he escapes and he goes to the land of Midian. And in the land of Midian, he becomes a shepherd. And while he is a shepherd in Midian, that's when God speaks to Moses through a burning bush and says, now go. So Moses, the adopted boy from an inferior pedigree who came from a slave nation, who committed a heinous crime, is being called by God to immediately initiate something. I'm not a betting man, but I'm thinking, I'm guessing that there's some things about yourself. There's some things about your background that make you feel like you're unworthy of what God is calling you to do. You know, I'm thinking that there, there are some things that make you feel like you're not good enough. Maybe your family background is a little messed up or you come from a group that's looked down on others. Um, you consider beneath them because of the color of your skin or your economic status, and you believed every single lie that was told to you about you. God himself told Moses, I will help you. I will teach you. And Moses says, pardon your servant, Lord. Please send somebody else. So Moses has been called to be the leader of his people at a time when God is saying, I'm going to liberate my people and I choose you. God's words are reliable. When God says, I will help you take it to the bank. When God says, I will teach you, it's a done deal. God has told us now go about something and we're scared. We're scared of what somebody's going to say. As a matter of fact, Moses even asks God the question. He says, well, when the people ask who sent me, what do I tell him? Because he's thinking of all the reasons why and how he can self-sabotage. <laughs> if God has told you to do something, apply for something, write something, produce something, start something, go somewhere, call somebody. Know that he's going to give you the tools, the skills, the lessons necessary to carry it out. How do I know this? Because his words are reliable. But then our second point is your worries are refutable. Your worries are refutable. So Moses is concerned. He's he's processing this thing and he's like, yeah. I'm not the guy for this job. And he says, thanks, God. But respectfully, I'm a pass on this one. I see you got big plans, but you might want to holler at Bobby because, you know, he's got plenty of contacts with Steve because he's got his stuff together. Or maybe even said because said just graduated magna cum laude. Moses is worried that he isn't smart enough that he doesn't have enough experience, that he doesn't have enough resources, that he's not talented enough, that he's not charismatic enough. Here it is, that he's not 
articulate enough to do what God has commissioned them to do. But every last one of our worries is refutable. God has something to say about the things that we say to try to talk ourselves out of fulfilling our destiny. This is how I know that God can't tell us everything that he has planned for us. You know, a lot of times we want to know, God, tell me, God, show me. But God knows that he can't tell us everything that he has planned for us. How do I know this? Well, he says, now go real simple. But now imagine if God had said, listen, Mo, first, I'm going to send these 10 plagues. Then I'm going to feed you this sweet food called manna that's never existed before. And when I'm done, it'll never exist again, but it's going to grow daily for you. And it's nice and sweet. You're going to like it. And then he says, and Mo, when you get tired of that, I'm going to allow quail to fall from the skies so that you all have enough quail to your full. And listen to this. When you get to the sea, just watch how I handle when you get to the sea. Boy, you're going to put your staff up and, and just watch how the waters part. If that's not enough for you, check it out. Check it out. I'm going to make water come from a dry rock. So Moses is scared when he's told simply now go. Imagine what he would have been like if God had revealed everything that he was going to do through him. But how do I know that Moses's worries were refutable? I noticed because God did exactly what he said he was going to do. And he did it with Moses's adopted, broken, murderous, imperfect, trifling self. See, it's good to know. That you're not all of that. It's good to have humility. But always remember that the accomplishments have nothing to do with us in the first place. So when that major thing is presented to us by God. Don't think about it in terms of I can't do that. Think about it in terms of who I'm connected to. In the end, the accomplishments have nothing to do with us. It's all God. And throughout history, God has done amazing things through people. And so the question needs to be asked, why not through you? You belong here. It doesn't matter what God calls us to do. Yeah, it may be difficult because Moses's journey wasn't an easy one. But... If we go now, then we're validating that his words are reliable. It means that we believe him. And it also means that our worries are refutable. Why? Because we believe him. Trifling ones, fam, you belong here. And don't let anyone or anything tell you different. You've been qualified by God and he's the only one that matters. So take heed. Moses went and Moses is considered to be the leader who took the nation through the most miraculous time 
in their existence. What can God do through you if you recognize that you belong here? Heavenly Father, we come before you now to say thank you for reminding us that we are your creation and you created us beautifully and marvelously. We ask right now that you would allow us to tune out any and everything that would stand in the way of us following your instructions. We recognize that your words are reliable. And so what you've told us to do, you've told us to do it immediately, to initiate it right now. We understand that because you've told us to do it, that you have equipped us with everything that we need, everything that we require. You'll put the words in our mouths when we go into a meeting that we may be nervous about. You'll place us in rooms that we may not belong in, but because of our connection to you, we belong there. You'll you'll allow us to put pen to paper and create things. Not by ourselves, but in and through you. Remind us right now, Heavenly Father, that everything that we're concerned about, worried about, all of the reasons why we tell ourselves that we can't do what you've called us to do. Remind us that our worries are refutable. Why? Because your words are reliable. Now, Heavenly Father, I ask that each of us walk completely and thoroughly according to our purpose in you. I am asking that anything that we've convinced ourselves of or that we've allowed someone else to convince us about ourselves is to be completely decimated. Now we ask that you would have your way in and through our lives. And finally, Lord, forgive us. Wipe us clean and use us. All of this we ask in Jesus Christ's name. And all of the trifling ones said, Amen. Amen.